0: Welcome to another episode of Piers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Chris Detzel. This podcast starts now. All right, welcome to another Peers Over Beers. I'm Chris Detzel and I'm Nicole Saunders. Nicole, how have you been? I've been
1: good. It's, it's been a little while. It's been busy, but uh, all exciting stuff keeping me busy. So that's good.
0: I know it's it's been extremely busy for me now. You know, I own this online community thing. I own our big event that we're going to have in October. I own our executive council, and on and on and on. You know, but we don't want to talk about all of that today. Um, but one of the topics that came up, and 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 something that's changed in a big way since you and I, you and I have spoken last. I think we spoke back in October when we did a peers over the beers with. Um, uh, all the, the women in tech. So that's been a long yes. time. Yeah. Everything's changed from a, a AI stuff, chat GPT, BARD, and some other really cool things, you know?
1: Yeah, the technology world has just exploded around us, hasn't it?
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and so we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, how does that affect our jobs? How do, How does that affect the community world? Maybe even some of the vendors and things like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's an interesting one because I think what I've been hearing a lot about is sort of how it's going to impact customer support, right? That Mm. we're going to see a lot more bots and things like that. And so one of the first things that I started thinking about was like, hmm, on the one hand, this could be good for communities because it's going to mean that like Boy, if we're having all these bot interactions over here, the value of human engagement is going to be so much more important. And so, mm. providing those spaces where you're like, "Hey, there's real people you can talk to here is a cool one. On the other hand, that may deflect a lot of people away from communities. And you know, I'm, I particularly tend to think about a lot of like brand communities and support communities. And if you've got all yeah. this AI in front of that, Same. how are people getting to your community? And what is the unique value proposition? How do we need to pivot that? to still create a valuable space and a unique offering when you do have bots answering a lot of like the low hanging fruit questions and that kind of thing, or maybe even some more of the complex questions, you know, they're, they're getting pretty advanced.
0: You know, I, I think of it as, and I've kind of thought about some of the same things. And one of the big things was, you know, I was reading out all about chat GPT and, uh, and they have these open APIs where these product companies and other companies can really start using those things, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, and the way I kind of visioned this was, in the past, I thought kind of the holy grail of an online community uh, is building your online community, like the platform, whether you have, you know, Zendesk, or, you know, Hire Lodge, I don't know, whatever, and building it right into your platform, right? And it just kind of, Seamlessly helps answer questions, you know, so it's kind of already there. It finds those questions related to some of those, or those answers related to some of those questions. Now, I think, do you nearly need a platform to where you can, uh, you or build, a product company could build like a uh, a chat GPT that is trained on, all of the information given about that product so it can read your documentation it can read everything about the product it could learn those things and then instantly yeah. give you an answer uh, about the product it can give you the code it can give you whatever the hell you need to to have that answer to that question and so when you think of those uh that's what I was thinking about whenever I thought you know do support communities you know if if somebody gets smart they could just build their own chat GPT within their own product and it's, wham, it's easy, you know?
1: It's true. I think the first question that comes to mind is like how frequently you're going to train them and add information, right? Like one of the limitations I've heard a lot with like chat GPT, for example, is, oh, it's only been trained on data going back to 2021 or or something like that. And we're hearing a news story that was saying like chat GPT didn't know that Elon Musk owned Twitter now. And so we were asking a bunch of questions about Twitter. And it was answering and it was wrong because it wasn't trained on the right data set. So on the one hand, you know, your community, that knowledge is always pretty current because it's what people know today. Of course, we all have those outdated posts, but then you can update them. Um, And so, you know, that's one piece of it. But I do think it it may change the nature of communities, right? I think there's Uh, always going to be, people are always going to want a space where they can pick each other's brains, where they get multiple perspectives and things like that. But it may start to be more actually interestingly, more about the conversations and less about the QA.
0: Right. I, I agree with you. And and I think that changes some of the dynamics of what an online community is. And yeah. it moves that those conversations from more uh, those technical questions to where the now those look, this is just me saying potentially, right? You right. know, I believe
1: <laughs> we, those, neither of us knows for sure, right? Because <laughs>
0: You know, Rich uh, Mullington has done research in the past and said, hey, look, most of these people that want answers to the questions aren't coming back unless they need more answers to the questions. They're not necessarily right. there to connect to people, especially if all the programs that you have are just online programs, right? So if mm-hmm. all you have is a, a Q&A, it's only one is the answer. Now, if you have programs that are Connecting people to see how they're doing certain things, or even if it's at more of a thought leadership type stuff. So instead of always talking about how to do this bits and bytes within this product, doing this, maybe you're thinking about the higher level type conversations, like you know data quality, or you know for for us, instead of master data management, it would be like data quality at a higher level, or data governance at a higher level, or you know entity resolution at a higher level. You know those things. And what what that means, and you can authenticate, you can have those conversations rather than, well, how do you you know uh, connect this API to that API, and then you know what does it do? What's the code? You know, I mean, I don't know. I think that that's what that levels up, and it helps, and it pushes community leaders to think Absolutely. a little bit differently. You know,
1: well, and I think there's two components to all of the sort of like preparing for all of this stuff to come, you know, to market fairly quickly. One is what do we need to prepare ourselves for as community managers and community professionals, right? And so, the first piece that you and I have been talking about here is how we position our communities and what the value mm-hmm. proposition of it is, and how we still create a great place for people to come to if a lot of the content that currently exists there is now more easily answered by generative AI. Yeah. And then the other is the role of community platforms and what kind of technological Mm. changes are we going to need to make? You know, I feel like community platform development has been kind of stagnant for a long time. We kind of like, we figured out forums, we figured out gamification, we figured out connecting to things like LMS and CRM. And then there hasn't been a ton of new innovation in the space in part because, well, it worked pretty well. But I think that, this is gonna be a really great opportunity for platforms to be innovative in terms of things like, I wanna, I'm like, I need new moderation tools. I I need help identifying who might be a bot in my community. Um, What if I suddenly get an influx of bot created spam? How am I gonna manage that kind of thing? I think as community managers, we need to think about like, do we need to change our rules of engagement and our code of conduct and say, here's when it's acceptable to use generated content and here's where it's not, or you yeah. have to have a disclaimer, if you're posting generated content or, you know, cause I think that there is a great space and opportunity for generated content in communities to be used. But part of the reason we go to communities is to connect with people. And so how do we handle that very blurred line between what's a human's response and what isn't?
0: I think that, uh, you know, I was reading something about discourse today and some of the stuff that they're implementing. And one of the things they said, and I thought was kind of cool, is just a little tactical thing is when sometimes when you're, you look at some of the titles that people come up with, it's like one word and you're like, that's not really yeah. explaining anything. <laughs> so especially when the title
1: know. is like question Yeah, <laughs> question here, <laughs> um, password reset,
0: but what it does, <laughs> what, one of the things that they do is they now have built, a. uh, um, a way that in their platform that somebody you can just put in the content, the description, and it gives you suggestions for a title, right? Oh, hey, use cool. this title rather than, yeah, so I mean, there's little like things like that. Chat
1: GPT, write me an SEO. <laughs> no, but it already does it. Yeah. Title for this post, right? Yeah. You can just put in the body. You can already do that. Do
0: that. You can already do that, but it's already yeah. inside the title. The the. It's title like embedded
1: thing. in there. That's really yeah. I mean, cool. like it just
0: like a little Chat GPT embedded into your. Um, I don't know. It's Chat GPT, but it's large language models. Right. One kind of, of one of those. generative <laughs> <is>. AIs,
1: AI is right.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, you know, and, and it's just changed. So, you know, to me, that's just one little thing, you know, that, and they mentioned several other things that they're doing. So there is one platform trying to already do some of those things and you know why they can do it is because they're very API friendly, right? They can just do, they just could build these add-ons that allow them to to do some cool shit. You know what I mean? You look at the higher logics or probably the Kurosis and things like that. They've been around for so long they have so much to, lo- I mean, they have so many things already built. And so yeah. to just easily kind of, you know, connect something or connector or whatever is just a lot different. It's going to be a lot harder for them, you know? Yeah,
1: it is. I mean, I think that's, you know, it's true. with a lot of different kind of legacy technologies. Absolutely. How do you keep it adaptable? And that's, that's a whole product development rabbit hole. I don't want to go right. down right
0: now. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, um, you know, like,
1: but yeah, no, it's, it's a really good point. I, I think it'll be really interesting too. You know, um, I've been talking with a lot of other community managers and, and some companies are starting to do um, a lot of experimentation and ideation on like, how could these technologies get used in different spaces? And a lot of the co- community professionals I talk to you are like, oh gosh, I don't know. Cause I think there's a big knee jerk for most of us. It's like, no, we deal with people. We don't want bots in our space, but I think there are some interesting opportunities. You know, that that's a great example of like, is it, is there a way that it can make community content more friendly I've thought about like how could you potentially use it to ingest what's going on in a community right like one of mm-hmm. the hardest things about a community is when your your executive team comes in and says well what are the common trends right now like what are people talking about and you're like oh I, I don't know I gotta like
0: let me summarize use gpt and it tells me
1: right and now you can like use some of these technologies to ingest all that information I mean and there's there's machine learning. And like natural language processing that's been around for a long time that can do this. But I think now it's much more accessible oh, yeah. to be able to say, hey, read every conversation in this and tell me what the most commonly used words are, or you know, help me highlight every place that this feature is mentioned, or it's that ability to do some of that processing that used to require a human to sit down and read through all of it and synthesize it and yeah. decode it. And I think now it's gonna be more about validating the output that those things have because that's right let's not forget we need that right like these Mm -hmm. are still machines they make errors we've all heard about the hallucinations and (laughs) incorrect answers but so i do think it's where some of our responsibilities start to shift from maybe i'm not the person doing that synthesis so much as i'm the person validating the synthesis and ai is doing for me
0: yeah and you know i use in in a way chat gpt today uh for my work on community so for example I do a lot of what I call shows or webinars, right? Some Mm -hmm. of them are deep, some of them are high level and whatever, do a lot of those. Um, And I want to talk about that one day, uh, just to talk about influence revenue and things, but that's not today. Um, But the beauty about some of these shows or uh, webinars is that you can, there's an attachment to uh, YouTube, for example, Mm -hmm. and YouTube can spit out an, an entire, not transcript, it can, but it, 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 a description of everything that you said and you can write a specific blog post on what you just said right and so what I've been using it for one is just more of a summary right to even you know put into kind of a because I'll I'll push that show out on my community uh, you know as a, a post and then just put a description in there uh, a title if I want and things like that and so you know the beauty about even though it's all, it's originating, origination or original content, my bad. And, um, you know, but I'm just doing it quickly. And then if I wanted to get a transcript, I can now I don't have to go to rev.com and pay $105 for, you know, a transcript, every single transcript I do five or $600 a month for four or five of these webinars, I could just go to YouTube and transcribe it, it is beautiful you know, or I can get a title or I can get, you know, really good content just from the original content I've already created. It just does it. You know what I mean? Like it's that's pretty
1: amazing. I, I can't say I've used it for anything at work yet. I've been tentative and and really careful, but I do a lot of writing and one of the hardest things would be about writing it oftentimes, especially if you're writing something with a specific prompt or assignment, it's just getting started, right? It's that, it's so easy to be like, oh, I just, I don't know where I want to start. I don't know where I want to go with it. And I find that like, some of that t- technology can be really good just for getting over the writer's block. Like just give me that first draft, right? And this is how I've heard a lot of people t- talking about this is treat this AI like an intern or like a junior writer who can help you yeah. get the initial ideas, the initial stuff together, and then get you on your way. And so in some ways, I think it's there's a great opportunity here for this to make us way more efficient, especially, you know, as the leaders of communities. You're probably way you know, more
0: dumber. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
1: But critical thinking yeah. is
0: going to be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Totally. Like,
1: and that's why, again, you know, it's it's get that first draft and then go from there.
0: Yeah. But we publish
1: a lot of content, don't we? Yeah, and Like we do. This is a great way to help you get that off the ground. Or I was thinking about... Um, you know, we launched our user groups back in November, right? Yeah. And now I have like dozens of meetups all over the world that I need to be promoting. And for a while there, I was like, okay, how do I write 27 different tweets that all say, come to our user group?
0: Yeah. <laughs> now you have it.
1: Well, now I don't have to. I can have a robot help me out with that and come up with some different nuances and things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I do some writing and, and I push you know, I'll write a paragraph and I'm like, that sounds like crap, you know, like, can I just push that paragraph into chat GPT and you clean it up for me a little bit? Yeah, it does. It's like, I'm like, holy cow, this is exactly what I wanted to say, (laughs) you know, and so I think there's going to be ways and our people are already doing it, you know, and, and and I would say, you know, for work, yeah, you have to be careful because you don't want to write, you know, shitty stuff or you got to be careful. But, you know, I look at it as, you know, I'm already, this is already original content. Um, how can they clean it up for me and how to, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't have to, you know, spend hours doing it or paying somebody now to do it. I can just get this done in like 20 minutes, you know what I mean? And it's clean it up a little bit. Maybe I spent 30 minutes on it. It's done. You know, content is a key, you know, at the end of the day. And if I can get that done faster, you know, and I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing to be honest.
1: I mean, this thing is, my hope is, you know, we talk a lot about how community managers wear so many hats, and we have so many tasks, and maybe this is a place where we can offload a little bit of that work so that we can focus on the strategy and we can focus on those meaningful moments of connection with our users because we don't have to spend three hours drafting the announcement post for the latest thing or or whatever, you know, it it takes up your time
0: descriptions and um like okay so I'll talk to an expert and I'll say hey you know let's do a show you know uh, in a next month and he goes I said just throw out a topic that you want just tell me what it's about and yeah. a quick blurb right I did this the other day on uh one of our executives and as and he did that and I threw it in a chat GPT and I said like, give me five titles boom gives me f- you know three it gives me five titles and i pick one and then i pick a description i was like cleaned it up just a little took off and i sent him how about this he goes yeah that's really good i was like okay good we'll use that you know what i mean like and it literally (laughs) took me five minutes you know to so now he didn't have to spend 30 or 40 minutes or an hour kind of coming up with the topic or you know a great now i just did it for him it's easy let's go you know what i mean yeah It it was beautiful um so I think, you know, using that to to get stuff done. Fast. Anyways, I don't know if I digress a little bit, but I'm very um, excited about this topic. And um, and I think it's, a, like, we haven't even touched any of it yet. Like, we're just doing the basics. You know I know, I mean? we're
1: going to go listen to this podcast in six months and be like, oh, we were so, so out of we date. Were so young then. <laughs> we had exactly. no idea what we were getting into. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's interesting, like, Like we said, on the one hand, there's like, how is this going to impact trafficking utilization and really the role of especially support communities and online forums? How does that change things for us? What are the tools and the technology we're going to need to be able to manage communities as all of this comes online and infinite numbers of users start using and automating things and interactions? Like, oh, that's something that just came to mind there is like, well, okay, so say you've got a community where you give your internet cookie points for responding to users, and somebody says, Well, I wanna be on the top of the leaderboard. I'm just gonna use AI to answer all of these questions and post as mm-hmm. me, and now I win. Like, we're gonna have to figure out how to manage all of those things, and hopefully, platforms will help us figure out, you know, give us tools both to manage AI and generated content yes. coming in as well as to leverage it to help us be more efficient and serve our, our communities more effectively. There's I so think much that's so the risk,
0: here. right? There's <laughs> and, a lot of I risk, think, right? Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, companies that are building these machine learning AI kind of tools um, like a chat GPT or whatever, you know, they're going to have to go through, hopefully at some point, you know, very rigorous kind of rules and regulations and, and mm-hmm. things like that because, you know, at the end of the day, like there's going to be a lot of false shit out there and, you know, we're going to have to deal with that, you know, and, and so, you know, companies and companies will be fined and will be, um, so it's a big risk for them, you know? And so I think that, that although the genie is out of the bottle and everybody's going to go after it, uh, and I love it and I think it's really great, honestly, but I think there's a big risk and a, a big opportunity to kind of, you know, put some rules and regulations and, and things like that with, for companies so that it's not just throwing out a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. um, because I've seen it wrong. Like, uh, if you're, oh, if totally. you're not careful, like you said, I mean, you know, if, if it's, like chat gpt it's only from my understanding only knows everything things from 2021 and before and not the current events i'm not saying it won't learn and whatever but you know that's it doesn't know that you know uh biden's gonna go for president again maybe it can assume it but you know it doesn't know that for sure you know what i mean so you know we've got to be careful you know well and then there's that trick of like
1: But also a lot of that information, like it's wrong, but it sounds right.
0: That's right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right.
1: And, you know, I think about running a product support community Uh and, you know, we do have some QA in place because also end users can be wrong.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) They can provide incorrect answers, but now it becomes even that much more important to make sure that the answers that sound right really are right. And it's not. Someone used Chat GPT to get themselves to the top of the leaderboard and put a whole bunch of wrong answers in your community that you got to go deal with now. So I, I hope that some of the platforms out there are thinking about some of these challenges and how we can manage them. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see if this creates new kinds of roles in community too, right? In the last several years, we've seen it go from like the all hats community manager to like, oh, now there's ops specialists and there's events specialists yeah. and content specialists and moderation and now there's going to be like this new thing. I think of like community, like AI specialists that are going to like really know this technology and, and have to figure out how to work with it and
0: and that kind of thing. Yeah, look, I, I think, you know, the, the role of kind of the community manager or leader probably changes in the next year or two, you know, and, mm-hmm. and to some degree, like, do I think it's extreme? I don't know. I don't think so, but it could, you know, um, and, uh, you know, it, it'd be very interesting to watch. But that with with roles leaving out of, you know, the industry, there's new roles that come in. You know, we have to adapt mm-hmm. and we have to figure it out. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, technology is changing at a rapid speed and, and sometimes game-changing like this. This is game-changing, no doubt about it, you know. And Absolutely. it's kind of like when social came about. You, you remember, like, I think it was... You know, uh, MySpace and then Facebook and then a bunch of other stuff, you know, and and it just changed the way we connected to people and and talk to people. And it's the same. This is the same. This is gonna do that, I think, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think this is like the next big evolution and and things. And I love the example of social media because like you point out, like remember the early days of social media where we were all just like figuring out what it was, and I kind of missed those days. (laughs) because <laughs> um, it's no, evolved cool. into something totally different now. Uh, it'll be interesting to see like what are the early days of, of AI and generative technologies and then where does it go and what does it build to and what does it become in the long run? And I think, you know, the savviest community professionals are going to stay right on top of it. We, we need to be learning about this technology. We need to be thinking about both the challenges and the opportunities it provides us um, because it's, it's going to take over our spaces and we need to be ready for it. We need to be thinking about it
0: yeah well, it's just a great conversation, Nicole. I really appreciate you getting on today,
1: yeah, absolutely. It is so good to see you again, Chris. and and I hope yeah. we can we can visit a little bit more frequently again.
0: I think we I think we'll make that happen. So well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another Peers over beers. Um, do not forget to rate and review us, which I forgot to say in every single episode in the past. <laughs> but please rate and review us. I'm Chris Detzel, and
1: I'm Nicole Saunders. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you.